Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And today we have Jamie Atkinson. He's the creator of podcast of the Podcast Profit Lab. He's a, the host of a top 20 podcast change makers, and he's a best-selling author. Welcome, Jamie. That's right. You're listening to BizQuick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. BizQuick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Hey, how's it going? This this is actually really fun because um and, and I don't know how honest you guys are with your audience, but like get ready because I'm super transparent with my audience. And before we got on this interview, we were like, uh, are we interviewing on your show today or my show today? So I think we we kind of collectively decided, okay, screw it. Let's let's just see what we can do. And uh, we're gonna talk about some podcast stuff today, right? We are. We're actually going to put ourselves in the hot seat today. So you know, our podcasts are typically ones that offer expert advice or tips and help to small business owners. And today we are going to receive the coaching and Jamie, you're going to help us to make more money off of our podcast. Wow. This, isn't this cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, well, let me, well, here you go. How about if I, if I make this, this agreement with you guys, let me know if you're into this. How about if you guys do do what we we talk about in the episode today and you end up making some money what about we come back on and do a review episode in the future would that be cool yeah definitely definitely right. okay. let's do it she's on now now i gotta give you the good stuff right so um <laughs> just some context for anybody that's listening and to know a little bit about me um i am kind of like an entrepreneur uh who uh really struggled for a really long time and and for about 18 months i went through about seven different failed businesses until i eventually stumbled on creating my own podcast and in the first three months I had a really hard time making any money with it. Um, I struggled. I tried to get downloads. I did what everybody else was telling me. And then I sort of accidentally stumbled across this strategy where I was able to start selling my products and services um, really, really effectively. And um, on the back end of that, I started helping other entrepreneurs to figure out how can they make money with their podcast in the first 30 days. And we ended up then turning it into an online course and an online program. And today, we, in the last 12 months, have been able to help tons of small businesses and entrepreneurs generate about $6 million in extra revenue just from their podcasts, uh, even though they don't have massive audiences, massive followings. These aren't like those kind of online influencers, you know, who have like a million people on an email list and they're like, oh, I sent one email and I made $100,000. These are like the real small businesses, the entrepreneurs in the trenches, just like us trying to figure it out. So, you know, bearing that in mind, I guess the goal today is to try and help you guys unpack, you know, your new show, uh, talk a little bit about what's going well, talk a little bit about your struggles. And I would love to try and help you guys um, understand a little bit about the framework that we use and hopefully on the back end, you guys can get some clients. Does, does that sound cool? Sounds great. Sounds okay. fantastic. So full context for everybody listening and for me, um, first of all, tell us about your business, just a really quick sort of 30 seconds. What is it you sell and who do you sell it to? We sell expertise in launching small businesses or making your small business profitable. So we help people who are ready to launch or 
business owners who are ready to go from working in the business to on the business because they're exhausted and tired and need some time. Perfect. So you guys basically are doing kind of like coaching and consulting and you're helping small businesses or people who want to launch their business kind of for the very first time, right? Yes. And, and people who uh, you know, have an existing business as well. Um, you know, we always say the, the only barrier to entry to most small businesses is cash. So, you know, the people don't have that foundation or that background in business. And so, you know, they, they have to figure things out the hard way and we try and help them, you know, make it a little bit easier for them. All right. Perfect. So, so this is always a question I really love to ask people when I, when I start to work with them straight away. And um, I'm really lazy as a marketer and I don't like to do new things and difficult things if I don't have to. So if I, if I asked you guys the question of, you know, what is currently the most successful way that you are getting clients? Um, what would you guys say that would be? And, and what I mean by that isn't, you know, where you're getting them from or what traffic source. I'm talking about the process that you guys sort of sell your product or service. What would you say the best way is? I mean, Honestly, it, go ahead. I was going to say referrals, network, word of mouth is probably the most effective for us. Is that what you were going to say, Corey? Yeah, networking, basically. It's it's making that connection. Like what, nobody's going to, as of right now, we're still a new company. Um, and, you know, we don't have that that name and so, you know, we have to make that personal connection because there's no other, you know, people don't know who, who we are. They're not going to, you know, just search for us on the internet and come across, oh, hey, I want to hire you guys. You know, it's, it's, yes. it's all Got about it. that personal connection. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't have asked you guys to say a better answer that was going to make us look awesome on this interview. So that's really good news. And, uh, and when, when you do get those referrals, how do you then sort of get that client going from where they are on, you know, being referred to becoming a customer? Do you uh, email them? Do you send them a proposal? Do you talk on the phone? What, what does that process look like? Well, quite honestly, it involves most frequently us becoming uh, almost like friends, right? Where there's a lot of phone conversations, texting back and forth, very little email. Usually it's almost always phone and um, text or, you know, maybe like some sort of DM on social media and um, a lot of, you know, upfront conversations that don't involve selling at all, just involve conversation. And then the, um, you know, prospect, I'll call it the prospect um, coming to the realization that we have something that they very much need. Love that. Okay, cool. That was another perfect answer. And, you know, it's almost like I, it kind of feels like I prompted you guys before, but we absolutely didn't do that because we didn't talk about this. No. <laughs> so what you said was, Hey, look, the way that we get clients is through referrals based on, you know, relationships. And then the way that those referrals become customers is essentially building a relationship, becoming friends and building great trust. You know, at that point, once they understand you have what's going to help them get to the next level, that's when they're going to invest in you. And when I first got started with my podcast, I was um, in a really, really tough spot. And, you know, and, and let me guys, let me know if this has been the position that you guys have felt, you know, the last couple of months with my podcast, you were, uh, I was going out and I was publishing very, very frequently. I was doing all of the editing. I was on social media trying to promote each episode and get more people to listen to it. I was looking online, trying to figure out, okay, what do other entrepreneurs do? They're talking about building up big audiences. They're talking about sponsorships, about advertising. And I was trying to do all of these different things that everybody else was talking about. And the really big challenge was that all of them required 
a massive amount of downloads. And I just remembered sitting there in my seat, looking at what I had with my podcast going, I'm so far away from 10,000 downloads an episode, which is like the minimum requirement to make any money with sponsorships or advertising, that it was just stupid. And I, I just had no idea how to get from where I was right then to actually making money with my show. Does, does any of that resonate with you guys? Have you felt anything like that? Yes, oh, yes. absolutely. Yes. Right. And it's nice and, to know that we're, we are not alone and that that's how we were feeling. Yeah. And you know what? I spoke to so many people and there was absolutely hundreds of thousands of podcasters who are feeling exactly the same way. I went into these big communities. I asked all these questions, you know, what, what are you feeling like? And that was the resounding thing that I heard from people. And if you look at the podcasting space and, you know, at the beginning of listening to this interview, you guys might be thinking, you know, anybody that's listening, oh, well, this sounds terrible. I'm never going to make a podcast. Promise you there's a good thing coming on the end of this. But the real, the real challenge here is that when people get into this and they start to podcast and they can't figure out how they're going to get all of those downloads and they can't figure out how they're going to get money. The only thing to do is either to persevere or to quit. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the statistics in podcasting, quit. this is where it gets really scary. The average podcaster only does seven episodes before quitting. Actually 90% of people who start a podcast quit within three months. And when I looked at that statistic, it, it blew me away because what I realized was that if I don't know how to get to the end result of making any money, how am I ever going to get there? So I remember being, you know, at the time, me and my girlfriend, we, we travel a lot and we were in Bali living in this like super cheap tiki hut thing for like, <laughs> like under a thousand dollars a month. And I remember thinking, man, I've been doing my podcast for three months and I can't make any money. And at the time, what I was doing was I was interviewing my dream customers. So every single day, and at the time, I was actually selling Facebook advertising services to orthodontists. And I don't know if you guys have ever spoken to an orthodontist, but most of the ones that I was speaking to were these like 60-year-old dudes. They were working two days a week. They're, they're Maseratis, like ready to start retiring. And I was this sort of young, spunky 20-year-old marketer who was phoning them up cold calling saying, Hey, do you want more leads, more customers? And that was completely not what they wanted. So every day I was trying to go out and prospect and get these new customers. But on my podcast, I was interviewing the people that I really wanted to work with entrepreneurs, online businesses, these people that understood like where I was coming from. They loved marketing. They loved that. I was curious about it. So on this one hand, I was trying to like do this business and the other, I was interviewing these dream prospects. And then one day something kind of weird happened and uh, I was doing an interview with a guy and he ended up texting me and he said, Jamie, you know, I know on that podcast interview, we were talking about online marketing funnels, you know, and it was really interesting. Like, would it be okay if I jump back on another call with you? I was like, okay, well, this is weird. And, you know, no one's asked me to get back on another call, but I thought, okay, all right, let's do it. And we ended up getting back on this other call and we were on the phone for about 30 minutes. And then at the end of this call, this guy wired me $2,000 via PayPal. And I remember sitting there on this bed in Bali, like just completely confused. I was like, what the hell just happened? Like I'd done this podcast interview with this entrepreneur. He had then sort of reached out and said, hey, I liked what we were talking about on the show. And then at the end of it, he then wired me $2,000. And I was like, that was really easy. And I was comparing it to these cold calls that I was doing with like dentist after dentist after dentist and nobody signing up and nobody being interested. 
And I realized in that moment what had happened and what had happened was instead of me trying to grow a really big audience with my podcast, instead of me trying to sell to my listeners, I unknowingly had actually sold my product to my guest. I was like, wow, there might be something in this. So I, I decided, okay. So I got rid of all of the things I was doing with the orthodontist. I said, I'm just going to go and try and do this on purpose this time. Instead of accidentally doing it, let's see if I can actually do it on purpose. And the next month I went out there and I did around about 17 interviews and I ended up closing nearly $9,000 in sales. And it was one of the most successful months that I had ever had as an entrepreneur. And in that moment, I knew I'd stumbled across something. This idea that, hey, if all I did was go and use my podcast as a platform to connect with my dream customers, build a relationship, and then make them an offer to potentially work together on the back end, I realized that it wasn't as complicated as what I thought. Now, that little story there was around about 17 months ago. I think if my math is any good, it was around about in March of uh, 2019. And actually in May of 2019, uh, a lot of the people inside of my community pushed me to create an online program to help other entrepreneurs figure out how to do this with their podcast. So all of that to say, in the last 12 months, we've refined and refined and refined this process. And now we've got hundreds of these small businesses and entrepreneurs who no longer have to worry about their download numbers. They don't have to worry about promoting the episodes. They don't even have to worry about what they talk about in the episodes. All they're focusing on is the relationship with the person they're interviewing to be able to get, you know, this relationship and connection so that they can sell their product and service. Now, I know that's a little bit of a long-winded story, and I want to bring it back to you guys and to what you can do with your podcast. But I remembered you saying at the beginning of this interview, and I said, well, what's the way that is working right now to get you customers? And you said, well, we, you know, connect with somebody um, that's been referred to us. We build a relationship, we essentially become friends, and then we let them see that we've got value that can help them. And the reason I said I couldn't have asked for anything more perfect was that's exactly what we teach inside of this podcast closing framework. You interview and you get somebody to come onto your podcast. And in doing that, you increase their status by coming on the show. You're doing something for them. And usually they're super grateful for that opportunity to be exposed. During the interview, you're building that relationship. You're gaining trust. You're learning about them. You're going usually way deeper with the questioning than what you would in just a surface level conversation that you might have on a sales call. And then once you get to the end of that interview process, all you need to do is to carry on that conversation and really just make them an offer and say, hey, look, you know, it was super fun to interview you. I love talking about all of this stuff. I noticed that you mentioned a little bit about your business inside of it. And you said that, you know, one of your biggest challenges was, you know, growing and getting to the next level. I actually think that there's a way we might be able to help you here. We've worked with a ton of people who are just like you to be able to get those results. Would it, would you be interested in jumping on a phone call and maybe we can chat about how we might be able to help you? And it's that very, very simple process of going from interviewing the right person to then making them an offer on the back end. So that's a little bit of context about what we teach. And what I love about what you guys have got right now is that if we look at your product, in fact, before I get into that, how do you guys feel about that right now? Does that, does that sort of sound like something that, that might work with your podcast? All right, we're going to take a quick break and hear from Jesse Cushenberry. She is the founder of Visionary Foods, and she's got some ideas on how you can take off that COVID weight gain. I am so 
glad to bring you guys our Natola granola. It was created specifically because most of the granolas and cereals on the market are a recipe for weight gain. And I personally love snacking on granola, but it doesn't love me back. So that's how it was created. And I'm excited to bring it to you guys. We have monk fruit sweetened and we have the only unsweetened granola in the entire marketplace. So please do vis visit visionaryfoods.net with coupon code BizQuick, B-I-Z-Q-U-I-K, for 20% off of your first order. All right. Thanks, Jesse. Back to the show. You know, in the interest of full disclosure, since this is a, you know, we're on the hot seat here, um, we are messaging back and forth in the Zoom chat. And um, since, you know, for our listeners who can't see us, we record this via Zoom. Um, and I literally just asked Corey, do we have the wrong guests on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> because, um, you know, when we initially started, the concept of the podcast was to help small business owners by having them come on and talk about either opportunities that they had or problems that they were facing and they just needed, you know, a fresh pair of eyes to look at things. Cause so frequently you just can't see it when you're really in it. And at some point we shifted to having more and more experts on who wanted to come on. Like everybody wants to come on and tell, you know, our listeners, like how they can, you know, build a better sales funnel or they can use neuroscience to market or how they can, you know, help them with creating better content or whatever it is. Right. You know, we've, we've covered a lot of different things. Very few people come on and talk about the problems they're having. So I guess if we weren't, if we weren't going to switch the type of guests that we had, are, is there still an opportunity there that we're not seeing? Yeah, so this is this is a really good point because when we look at podcast closing and when we look at, you know, doing podcasting in this different way, you know, I just want to validate you guys and say, look, 99% of the people in the podcasting space have absolutely no idea how to do this. And it's only 1% of the people, you know, people that we've connected with and some people who figured it out on their own that are actually implementing these systems. And there's a couple of key things that you want to look for if you're saying to yourself, okay, how can we do this? Now, a couple of caveats here. The first thing that you want to remember is that it will depend on the price of your product. Now, I know that you guys sell a little bit of a higher ticket product. You're a consultant and coaches. You know, you're charging anywhere from $3,000 and all the way up to sometimes a much, much more than that. So for you, it's very, very beneficial to have one-to-one -one conversations with people on your podcast who could become clients. Because, you know, if one or two of those people say yes, it might be ten dollars to $20,000 in revenue. You know, that's a pretty good month from the podcast. But if you sell a lower ticket product, you know, there's a lot of people in the audience right now who'll be screaming, Jamie, I don't sell a $2,000 product. Like I sell a $97 product or I sell a $27 product. Just know that you can still do podcast closing. What you do is you just change the the sort of specification of it slightly. And if you sell a lower ticket product, then what we recommend to do is something we call partnership podcast closing. And this is what we do in our business. You know, when we're trying to sell our 997 program, we're not selling it one-to-one -one with the people we interview. What we do is we interview people who have an audience of our dream customers and the product we're selling to them is the idea of a partnership. So I might interview someone with 5,000 entrepreneurs in a Facebook group. They come on the show. We do exactly 
exactly the same process, interview them, build a relationship, and then make them an offer. But we're not saying, hey, you should buy my 997 course. We're saying, hey, we should partner up and sell my 997 course to your community. Now, in your guys' position, I want to keep it specific for you because I think a lot of people in your audience, they might be in that situation where they are selling a higher ticket product. So what do you guys do? Well, the first thing that you want to look at is one of two things. You want to, first of all, make sure that you're interviewing the right people on your show, and you want to make sure that you're attracting the right people on your show as well. So to give you guys an example, let's use the example of, say, a Facebook ad agency right? Let's say you guys in the position you're in, you run Facebook ads and the clients you work with, let's say you work with chiropractors. Now the position you guys are in right now, you're saying, okay, well, sometimes we interview the right customer, but sometimes we bring on experts. So in the Facebook ad example, who sells to chiropractors, what they would do is they would bring on experts to talk about marketing and Facebook ads, right? They get an expert on, they talk about Facebook ads to try and educate their dream customer. And what happens in that situation is that they're actually becoming the interviewer and not the expert. They're bringing on somebody else to be an expert and they are just the person who's asking the questions, Right. And the challenge with that is that most of the time, I mean, if you go down the high street and you speak to a local chiropractor, there's a very low chance that they are going to be on a podcast listening out and listening to a Facebook ads marketing podcast. Right. And, that, and if they are, probably the likelihood is they're probably not going to hire you. They're going to try and figure it out themselves. So what I challenge people to do is think about, okay, well, how could you change the environment of your podcast so that you are attracting your dream customer, not only as a listener, but actually as someone who might even want to come on your show. So if we use the same example, so we have a Facebook ads marketer and he wants to work with chiropractors. Well, what about if he went and interviewed chiropractors on his show? So maybe it wouldn't be called the Facebook ad show anymore. Maybe it's going to be called something like chiropractors online. We speak to chiropractors who are looking to grow their business online. And we talk about the challenges and tribulations of all of the things that they're going through in their business. What now happens is that the person who sells Facebook ads to chiropractors every single day is speaking to new people who might want to buy his product or service. But greater than that, Imagine three, four, five, six months down the line, after this dude has interviewed over a hundred different chiropractors, every time he interviews one of those chiropractors, he is the person that is the expert in marketing. And though that other person is the chiropractor who's talking about growing his business, but more than that as well, what starts to happen is he starts to gain influence with those chiropractors. He starts to become associated with chiropractors because he is going and interviewing them every single day. So in your guy's position, imagine that you start to interview and connect with your dream customers. You start to actually talk to them about their business and their challenges. You ask them about what they're going through. You, you, know, you get these really powerful interviews. And not only are you going to build a relationship with that person you're interviewing, not only are you going to open up the possibility of working together, but who is going to be the most interested to listen to that episode? Well, if we look back at the chiropractor example, imagine you're a chiropractor who wants to grow an online business. Well, you're going to listen to that show where other chiropractors are talking about the things that they're doing to try and grow an online business.
And what happens is your show becomes what I like to call a profit magnet. You start to attract dream customers, not only as guests to your show, but other people who are just like them are going to want to listen to that show as well. So the first thing I always like to talk about is positioning. How can you set up your show so that it attracts your dream customers, not only as guests, but also as listeners for that show? And that's the first step of the positioning. Now, the second step of podcast closing is something that I think that is even easier. The, the second part of podcast closing is just to make sure that you fulfill two really simple criterias. The first thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that the person that you bring on the show is in the right position to buy your product. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's say I teach people how to launch a podcast. If I invite someone on my show that already has a podcast, I'm not going to have any luck trying to sell them a course on how to launch one, right? So the very first thing that I need to do is to make sure that anybody that I'm interviewing on my show is in a position to potentially buy my product. So if you guys interview somebody who's a school teacher and they have no interest of growing an online business, he might be able to give tons of value. But if you offer him your product or service, he's going to say no every single day of the week. So what I always like to do is make sure that I spend that little bit of time, a little bit of extra attention to detail to make sure that every person that I interview on the show is an opportunity, not only for a business partnership, but also for very, very relevant content for your dream customer. Because the more that you can speak to people who are just like your dream customer, the better that you make it for them. And I remember when I first started my show, I was interviewing all sorts of people. I interviewed this health and wellness expert. He was like an expert at making people have massive pectorals and biceps. And I look back now and I think like, wh why was that relevant for my audience? Maybe if they were interested in you know, a little bit of fitness, but actually, there wasn't a lot that people could resonate with that. So that's the very first thing that I always really encourage people to think about when they do podcast closing. And the second thing is even easier. And um, it actually is, is a lesson that I learned from being in sales. So full disclaimer for everybody, um, I used to be in sales in a furniture store. Um, I used to sit down on sofas every single day and chat to people. Some people argue that is the best job in the world. And I probably should have kept doing that, right? Sitting on my butt and, and talking to people every day. But I used to sell sofas and, and I was really lucky to get promoted early on and I became a sales trainer. And I used to go to all of these other stores all around the country. And my goal was to increase the amount of sales that they made, not necessarily, you know, selling more sofas, but selling more additional products, right? Stain protection, the little feet they put on the bottom of the sofas, the care kits they give you to look after the furniture. It was all of those extra things that, that they wanted to sell in the store. And the number one thing that I always wanted to focus on when going into those stores was that I realized that some things that I could teach would only give a marginal increase. But if I could find the big lever, the one thing that would allow people in every single store to make a lot more sales and a lot more results, that was going to be worth my time to teach. You know, I could have gone into objection handling and how to increase the sale and how to pre-frame your audience and make sure that they're ready to buy the thing you're talking about. But instead, I only taught one thing in every single store. And every single store that I went in for the entire time always had a massive increase in their sales. And I was really lucky because everybody thought I was this genius walking around. And actually, I was just implementing one thing that one of my mentors had taught me years ago. And the principle is very, very simple. 
if you want to make more sales, you have to make more offers. And when I went around to these stores, one thing I noticed was that a lot of the salespeople, most of the time, weren't offering all of the products. If they had a customer on a sofa and they said, hey, do you want the stain protection? And if the customer said no, they then wouldn't offer them the feet, the care kit, the extra delivery, the fancy stuff. In their mind, they said, oh my gosh, if they said no to the first thing, they're going to say no to everything else. And the only thing that I did in all of those stores to help those people was I said, make sure every single time that you offer every single product, because the more offers you make, the more sales you make. And that was how I was able to help all of those stores get this massive, massive increase. And I was really lucky uh, about a year and a half ago to hear an incredible speaker, a guy called Myron Golden. He actually spoke at an event called Funnel Hacking Live. And he said exactly the same thing. He said, if you want to make more sales, you have to make more offers. If you take the amount of offers that you make in a year and you put that same amount of offers in a single month, then you'll get exactly the same revenue result. And it was a friend of mine, a lady called Tina Lorenz, who actually listened to this guy, Myron Golden. She was in one of his programs. And the previous year, she was a copywriter. She sold you know, writing courses online. In the previous year, she'd made about 180, maybe $200,000 in sales. And she listened to what Myron said, and she put it into practice. And in a single month, she made the same amount of offers, like the same physical amount of offers that she did in the previous year, And in that one month, she did $150,000 in revenue, almost exactly the same as what she'd done the year before. So I tell you guys this story because when you look at podcast closing and you look at this possibility of, hey, all I need to do is to interview my dream customer, build a relationship, and then make them an offer to potentially work together. The number one tip that I can give you guys and every single person out there is just to make an offer every single time. There's a guy inside of my program and he's called Brett Schwartz and he runs this tax solutions product. He helps really rich people pay less tax. (laughs) That's essentially what he does. And he heard me say this and he heard exactly that same story and he put it into practice. And in the last year, he's done over 162 different interviews with all of these different people. He's actually launching his second podcast now. And every single time, he made an offer to potentially work together with somebody. And it wasn't this big, super splendid pitch. It was, hey, you know, I know we've been talking about tax on the podcast. I actually think that I might be able to help you save a ton of money with your taxes. You know, is it worth us having a conversation? Because I would love to chat with you about it. And in the last year, um, since he started doing this, he added over $55,000 in recurring revenue on 10-year contracts. That means if he did nothing at all for the next 10 years, he's going to have $55,000 coming in every single month. And he doesn't do anything fancy. He's not an amazing salesperson. All he does is every single time he does an interview is he makes them an offer. So if I was going to give you guys, you know, any advice on what you could do with the podcast to help you take it to the next level, you've got an incredible product. You've already told me that the best way to sell this product is to build a relationship and become friends and to show these people what you can do to help them. 
So what I would get you guys to do is to look at the podcast as a platform and an opportunity to connect with more of your dream customers. Build the show so that it attracts those dream customers, you know, build that relationship and that connection, and then just make sure that every single interview that you do, you make sure that the person is in a position to buy your product or could potentially buy your product, and then make sure to make them an offer or an offer of a conversation every single time. And, you know, this is, this is what we teach inside of our, you know, podcast profit lab program. Um, but one thing that we recently did just to help anybody that's listening, that's, you know, if you guys are excited about this, or if anybody listening is excited and like, Oh my God, that sounds cool. Maybe I could do that. Um, we previously only had this information in our nine, nine, seven course, and, and it was always kept there. And, you know, one of my mentors said to me recently, Jamie, if you can make everything that you do, all of that information available. He says, I promise you that you'll end up getting more customers in the long run. So recently we actually put together a free five-day pop-up podcast, which is this um, podcast that you subscribe to. It's five episodes. And we actually take you even further behind the scenes on those two podcast closing strategies I talked about, but also a third monetization strategy that we recently started adding in. And we take you guys behind the scenes of everything we do to actually monetize podcasts in this different way. And it's a program we call five days to monetize your podcast. So if you guys want to want to get that and we can make sure that we give it out to your audience as well, um, let me know if that would be cool because it's completely free. I would love to share it with you guys and with them as well. Um, so quick, quick thoughts. Like one, what do you guys feel? Because I was a lot of me talking and a lot of you guys just staring back at me like, it was either this is cool or this guy won't ever shut up, Willie. <laughs> could, um, could it be both? Yeah, it absolutely could be both. Yeah. Um, it was really, I had some definite aha moments in there. And um, I instantly started thinking about some of the upcoming guests that we have and people that we want to get on our podcast that now more than ever, I want to get them on the podcast. So um, I, it it was good. It was definitely, I'm, I'm glad that we had that conversation. Um, yes, that's, I'll stop talking now, yeah. Corey. <laughs> well, yeah. And I know that uh, you have to run here. So um, we know the, the podcast profit lab is your business. Is there anything else you want to plug before, before we go? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So if you guys want to get hold of that three, five-day training, um, I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's one of the best programs we've ever put out. If you guys want to sign up for that, it's completely free. It's a five-day pop-up podcast. You can go to changemakersmovement.com forward slash five days. That's the number five, D-A-Y-S. And inside of that, we go completely behind the scenes of everything we do inside of our program to help people figure out monetization. And it's everything we just talked about, but in a much, much deeper level. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Julie, it was really, really fun. And I hope this was valuable for you guys as well. So, you know, and, and the cool thing about this is that, you know, a lot of people sometimes think, man, does this mean that, you know, the content isn't going to be as good for my audience? And I honestly believe that the content is going to be so much better when you focus this way, because it's specific to people who are just like your dream customers, the people listening who are trying to grow these businesses and take these next steps. If you guys can interview people who are just like them, but maybe a couple steps ahead, I think that's going to give them a ton of insight into how to take those steps in their business. Well, if you want to connect with us, you can reach us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can reach us on our websites, sbpace.com and bizquickpodcast.com. 
Yeah, and absolutely subscribe to our podcast while you're out there. Like us and give us a review. And if you want to learn um, about anything in particular, you can reach out about topics you want to cover uh, that we could cover for you. Or if you want to be a guest, let us know. And we also have a number one bestseller book out there on Amazon, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. And there is a companion digital workbook available as well. Yeah. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.